Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and could even keep you from the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the No BS Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who want to master the skill of selling without all the BS. It's funny how often I have to remind some of my clients that, that, you know, hell, we're all in business to make a profit and we don't need to apologize for that. That's why we're here, right? We make a profit so that we can hire people and pay people and we can take care of our family and live the life that we want to live. But sometimes that seems trickier than other times uh, for some companies and they have more complicated businesses. But one I noticed the other day, I uh, worked with a uh, contractor, a specialty contractor, and he came to the realization that he had been this year 90% utilization, which he was very excited about. 90% of our people and our assets we've, we've used um, and been using all year long, but they're only 75% of the way to their goal, right? Where they're supposed to be now, they're only 75% of the way. And the obvious reason there is you ain't charging enough, right? If you're working your ass off, if you're fully booked out, and you are still not profitable, not making the revenue you thought you'd be, much less the profit you thought you were going to be, you must raise your prices. By the way, this shouldn't be that hard in this day and time with inflation as it is. Everybody else is raising prices. Your costs are going up. I sure as hell know mine are. They're going up. We need to raise our prices faster than inflation, right? We need to be bringing money in to pay our bills, to pay ourselves, to take care of the people that have trusted us by coming to work for us. So I've come up with four things that are keeping you from making a profit, and they all revolve around pricing. Number one is we are underpricing in the first place. Think about this. What quality of service on a scale of, say, one to 10, are you providing your Clients, what compared to the competition, scale of one to 10, one, we suck. We're the shittiest. We're the worst. 10, we're the best in class for what our customers can get. We're the best in class. Rank yourself there one through 10. All right. Good thought exercise. Good to know. Now, what is your price compared to your competitors? One, we're the cheapest. Five, we're about the same. 10, we're the highest. So now look at the delta there. Are you 8 out of 10 in quality, yet only charging 5 out of 10 prices? There's a pretty good sign. Time to raise your rates. Don't be afraid of this. The more you charge, the better people think you are. And you know why? Because oftentimes, the more you charge, the better service you can actually provide. You can do the extra stuff and still make money. The number two reason you're not making a profit, perhaps, is you've got a shitty sales process. You're only selling to people what they come to you asking for, which I know that sounds crazy. Of course, it's what you're supposed to do, right? Just, you know, sell people what they're asking for. However, a lot of people don't know what it takes. They don't know what they need. They come to you with a problem, right? They come to you with a problem they need to solve. Sometimes they've come up with a solution on their own. And it's up to us as the experts to help them figure out, are they asking for the right thing? People come to me and they want workshops. Hey, will you do a half a day workshop on closing for us? We're just not closing enough new business. And the reality is I can do a workshop for them on closing. 
I can sell them that. It's not going to fix the problem. Half-day workshops don't freaking work in sales training. It allows management to check the box. Hey, we did training, but it won't change anything. Usually, if somebody's got a problem with closing, it's because they didn't start the right way. It has very little to do with the closing stuff. They screwed it up way before then. They've already driven the car off the bridge, and they're calling me for flying lessons. The problem is never closing. It's what they did to get where they are, right? Are you doing the same thing? Are you selling people stuff that they're asking for without actually figuring out what their pain is and how you're going to solve their pain? That's sales process. Need help with that? Help people with that all the time. Number three way that you can improve your profitability now or things you're doing not to have your profitability is not cross-selling. My guess is that you don't just do one thing for customers. You do lots of different things for different customers. And we assume that our customers have looked at our website and they understand all the things that we do. Well, how often does it happen that one of your good customers, you find out they've gone to somebody else for a service that you provide. And when you went to them and said, hey, why'd you do that? They say, oh, I didn't know you did that. Happens all the time. We need to be letting our customers know all the things that we do, all the things that we can help them with, that they should be calling us for that stuff. One way to bring this up, right, is to use a third-party story is to say, hey, a lot of people don't know that I work with companies, right? A lot of people don't know I work with companies. Or I can say a lot of people don't know that I work with individual salespeople. A lot of people don't know that I do coaching for entrepreneurs, for business owners, just them, one-on-one. I don't tell them that. And so maybe they go somewhere else for help. That's my fault. It's not the prospect's fault. It's not your customer's fault. And the last thing that's probably costing you money is shitty negotiation skills, right? When somebody does, as we talked about before, the flinch, what? I'm not paying that much. And you automatically fold. That's terrible. And so they say, what? I can't pay you. I'm not paying you $100. You say, okay, how about 90 The only lesson they've learned from that is that you tried to stick them for 10 bucks before. You're trying to be the nice guy when actually you're screwing yourself over and over and over again. There are a bunch of things about negotiation we work with with our clients. But number one is if you give something, get something in return. If you give somebody a discount, say, I'll do that, but you've got to buy X number of them. Or I'll do this, but you need to refer me to two other people. Or if I do this, I need to be paid up front. Whatever that is. If I do this for you, will you do this for me? Number one rule of negotiation, get something in return. Otherwise, your customer won't put any value in it, and they'll just think you tried to screw them in the first place. I'm Walker McKay with No BS Sales. If you want a mini course that I'm giving away for free, it's called Seven Expensive Sales Mistakes You're Probably Making in B2B Sales. Long name. Here's where you find it. The number seven salesmistakes.com. Free mini course, seven or eight little short videos show you some other things maybe that you're doing or not doing that are costing you money. Thanks for listening. Share this with somebody else who needs to hear it. Thanks for listening to the No BS Sales School podcast. If you're struggling to close deals, then I want to invite you to take my free mini course where you'll learn the seven most expensive sales mistakes that will cost you time, money, and credibility. So be sure to click the link in the show notes or go to www.7salesmistakes.com. That's the number seven, salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the No BS Sales School podcast.